<laughs> I love it. The boys are back. Turin Giants podcast, episode number 192, boys. And we got Uncle Gio joining us and Matt. Matt Coco. How you doing? What up? Good, man. Good to be back. I like how Matt always has his uh, his old trusty, um, what do they call AirPods? Or no, these are AirBuds. The, or the, no, the, the traditional, like, yeah, whatever they, I don't know what they're even called, but like, like I, have, old, I have wireless the headphones. Day, we used to call those headphones. Like, I have wireless ones, but I, I feel like these actually are, are better. Like, pretty just, good. Pretty- Pretty, pretty good uh pretty good quality yeah man you're you're you know we're out here buying 200 dollars mics and matt coco out here on my free headphones that like came with my <laughs> my iphone 4 iphone 4 <laughs> like i mentioned this is touring giants podcast number 192 i'm farhad i'm the host that loves you most and there's just three of us here today uh speaking of microphones i again have to apologize for the for the mic quality and the last podcast boys and girls uh for those of you who made it through the podcast i really do appreciate it but if it was me i'd, I'd be fine just 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 skipping that one but uh i'm glad you guys didn't because we had rob and and chris on the podcast it was a really fun conversation and i i screwed up with a with the sound quality i really hope um this one comes out a lot better which it will um Episode number 192, so the season is officially over, boys and girls. We've got a brand new champion, someone who, what is it, 10 years since Milan? Something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, well, Do I? well cause, yeah, I mean, it's like, it was the end of like 2010, right? I mean, beginning 10, of 11, right? 10, so 11 no, years. 11 years. 11 yeah. years. I remember it was the last Scudetto before we created our, um, Juventus fan club of Southern California. And that's when I met, that's when I met Matt and all of them. Uh, we're celebrating our first Scudetto about 10 years ago with you, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. Popping champagne bottles with like... I mean, Milan really should have won that Scudetto too. They they, they bottled that. Uh, that's really true. Blew it. So, but that was like the end of their good run in the beginning of ours. And so now Milan has won it again, I guess. Congrats yeah, really. Milan really fans. Fun yeah, team to yeah. watch, man. Uh, congrats to them. You know who we cheer for. We cheer for Juve and whoever's against Inter Milan, man. I'm just glad it wasn't those bastards two years in a row. Last year, last year was rough. Um, I introduced you guys, of course. As always, I forget Alessandro Belpiero. Uh, let me take a moment to just thank you guys and thank all of those who participated in this season. Another season, I think it was season nine or eight of, of the Turin Giants podcast. This was an awesome one. Uh, Rav, uh, of course, he's the permanent co-host now. Um, Chris, who jumped on last time. Adam Digby took over in the middle of the season. Uh, Johnny Casket, shout-outs to him, our, our, our consigliere of the podcast. Uh, and everyone who I'm forgetting, thank you guys. And, of course, thank you to the listeners. You guys are the real MVPs with your questions, which we will get to. Uh, and all the positive, you know, positive mentions and thoughts another successful Juve podcast, or Juve podcast, another successful Turin Giants podcast. I was telling someone a story how we literally got served by Juve's, like the legal team. And I have this email where, hey, you better change that podcast, uh, podcast name from Juve to to whatever you want, because it's going to be hell to pay. So at least Juve know who we are, right? (laughs) Um, Giovanni, let's give you a, you're muted, buddy. Let's give you a couple of words to say. Uh, this was a busy season. We'll get to kind of dissecting it and 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 talking about all the failures. Not much, not much positivity positivity uh, in this last season. But you know, we'll we'll make it even. We'll talk about the bad parts and good parts. What what was uh what was your final impression of the season, two thousand twenty one, two thousand twenty two? I know you didn't watch a lot of games. Everyone's busy. Uh, that's the reason you haven't been jumping on a lot but i i hope i hope now that you got uh your your remote job we'll be hearing you a lot more often yeah we'll yeah no, we'll see that that's the hope but yeah i didn't catch um a lot of games but the ones that i caught man were they really really like poor 
right? I mean, it was, I mean, the season was mediocre. Just was, I think it was, uh, uh, below the expectations of everybody. Uh, I, I think I'll be fair. I didn't go in thinking that it would have been an easy season, especially after that start. But, you know, Juventus two things missed just um, that mental acuity to keep pressing, right? When things are going in the right direction, I'm not going to say going well because I don't think they went well overall, but going in the right direction. And, you know, and you start dropping points. And then at that point, you know, from that moment on, you, you just lose that focus and momentum. And then it's just the team never figured out an identity of play. I don't think this team has had a identity and since Cardiff, like since I know. So after Cardiff, since, since the Allegri's last year, you know, we didn't see it with Sari. We didn't see it with Pirlo. We didn't see it with Allegri again. We just need to figure it out this off season. So. We were we, me and me and you maybe we were predicting the treble. Where do we do we look stupid now, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was well. I I got swept up in the moment of you know the joyous return of of Allegri, but man, is the team in shambles? Like it's bad. Mm-hmm. But like two considerations, right? Can we be? Can we? Let's now. Enough time has passed, right? Mm-hmm. And we've cooled our jets from like being hyper-focused on Champions League. Now we're like, let's just go back to winning and not looking like shit, right? Um, I would say, you know, when I literally said, look, we need to we need to switch things up on the roster. And they were like, no, thanks. Bye. He wasn't wrong. That roster was busted and we carried it over for like three seasons. Fair? Is that fair? Am I getting something up? All right. And then, you know, funny enough, right? Like now there's all these rumors that Pogba will be coming back and, you know, which is great because we got him on a free, sold him, got him back on a free. But perhaps we wouldn't have had all these like crazy years of a poor midfield if we would have sold Alexandro to City back in the day for 70 million when Guardiola was like, I really want him. Sell him to City, keep Pogba, you got no issues. You you carry on, you build on something. But he left, there wasn't really a midfield. So it's the only two thoughts I had. Yeah, I mean, I think we've talked about that before, right? Like they didn't really replace the midfield and it then eventually just kind of caught up to them. and was like, oh shit, we have a bad midfield now. Yeah, I mean, he kind of nailed it. It was a very just mediocre season. I mean, for Juve standard, it's a bad season if you don't win a trophy and you kind of limp through to the fourth place. I mean, at the end of the day, at least they did qualify for Champions League, but, man, there was so many games that were just painful to watch. It's two years in a row we finished fourth. I know. (laughs) That's that's similar to the two. With this squad, it's similar to the two uh, top seven finishes. Maybe, yeah, maybe this is a little reset that we needed, right? That that's exactly my thought, right? Like you, you, everybody just needs to needs to get checked. Everybody needs to get checked, right? Because you know, I'll start at the top, right? You know, with Agnelli, man, with him kicking Marotta out, and I remember everybody was like, yeah, Marotta's gone, now we're going to be able to sell better because he's terrible at selling. Boy, did fans get it wrong, and fans get it wrong all the time. We, we get it wrong all the time. We've of course we nothing. We've missed Giovanni's, <laughs> Giovanni's not giving an F attitude. No, we know nothing. And... But look, you know, he was, he ends up being the balance within, you know, the operations of the club. And things started going, the ship started uh, swaying around a little bit in stormy seas without him. Mm-hmm. And Agnelli was supposed to take the responsibility for it, right? And he's just made some very, very poor mistakes. I don't begrudge the Super League at all because it just makes 
it, things will eventually go that way. Whether you, 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 you stand, whether you're for it or against it, I'm not, you know, we're not going to belabor the point on that. Right. That's not the point, but he's handled things really poorly. Like, you know, the Bala leaving is like the latest example, but just very, very, very poor decision-making. Arriva Bennett came, he, everybody got excited. He didn't do great at Ferrari. He did not. I was just going to bring it up. You, you see, you saw me on the phone, by the way, you can watch this on YouTube as well. You saw me scrolling on my phone. Cause there's the, uh, we had a, a thread going with Giovanni and he's trash talking the daddy. Tra no, I will not accept what? that. Well, okay. Well, go, go look, go look at what's, what's happened in the past. I'm not making it up. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that his approach to things is, is necessarily the best. And I'm so not when sure you say, when you say his time. failure at Ferrari, can you, I know you may yeah, not have so all the info, Ferrari but I was but, supposed to take over and you know, it was, he was set as the guy in charge from Marchion at the time to kind of, you know, make Ferrari take the step up. And that never happened. They were always second. They were always, you know, look, you know, what I'll call operational team issues, right. With Ferrari, where they just, you know, missed opportunities to capitalize and win. And then he saddled them with a bad contract with one of their drivers for a long time. And Ferrari was extremely poor in Formula One up until this season. And so he left Ferrari, he kind of got pushed out. So for him to come and, you know, parachute in at Juventus with no football club experience or anything like that, I mean, it's kind of perplexing considering there are other, you know, you know, skilled managers out there. Let's say you don't want Paratici. That's fine, right? Paratici was given, you know, responsibility. Things didn't work out as they should have. You can make a change. But, you know, I don't know if Ariel Ben is the answer. Then Allegri, Allegri should have, to me, like, he didn't have much to work with, but he should have done better with what he had. And there had been some times where he just kind of reined it in and said this, you know, and kind of just pulled back, which is, you know, not something that, like, you want to see from a coach. So hopefully that attitude changes and hopefully – you know, the focus is on providing some sort of identity to the team and then just the players, like the, the, the roster is just not there. Like Vlaovic, great. Zakaria, sure, you know, not as a starter, but the, the roster just isn't there. It just needs a rebuild and we need to figure it out in the next session. That's it. Coco, what are your thoughts on Di Maria possibly arriving at Juve? That's a great question. Um, cause like, I've kind of gone back and forth on this. Like, you know, he's old. Um, his best days are clearly behind him. If it's a one year contract with an option for two years, like that, I actually really like, cause that's a very favorable. That's a, that's, that's fine for do that though. Cause of the, they're trying to take advantage of the, um, taxation laws and you need a minimum of a two year contract okay. for months. So he either takes a two year contract, clean and neat for, you know, I don't know. I think the rumors are like seven mil or he takes a one year contract and you just got to pay him more and just, and you can only afford him one year. Right. So yeah. it just, that's it. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 one of those things. Like, uh, is is this just going to be another player that has a fat contract that sucks? Because um, we've had a lot of those. Um, I haven't obviously watched a lot of PSG this past season, so I don't know how he's performed this well, year. Well, he he hasn't performed well, and that you know people who are against it are kind of clinging to those stats. Uh, but there's a lot of I again we don't know PSG that well. No. Uh, but no. this season, not great stats from him but definitely not all his fault. And I feel like he's just, just one of those guys who's going to be on top no matter how old he is. I just don't feel, I just don't think Di Maria will be a complete flop. Even if he gives us a few bright moments, I feel like that's, yeah. that's yeah. that'll be good enough. We're definitely not buying him to be a, you know, 
to be Starfield. the number three guy. And yeah, that's fine. And that's what that's I think is is ultimately what what he turns out to be if he, he plugs a hole. He plugs oh, a oh, hole oh. because it, it allows Kesa to come back without headache. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not you just the type of player Keza is just you don't want him to go back and have like a second like you don't want him to become Zaniolo. Okay. Yes. So we as Juve can be responsible and and can afford to go put a band-aid named Di Maria. And as fans, if somebody tells you that's your band-aid while Keza recuperates, you just there is no just it doesn't make sense to complain. Will he be a perfect fit? I don't know. The only time will tell. Is he going to be a complete dog? I don't know that either. But if th- these are the cards that we can play, and that's it, seems like that's how Juventus want to go. I don't think it's a bad idea because I think money needs to be invested elsewhere, not up front, not not in not in that strategic manner. No, not if you have an opportunity to sign a free agent right for a year or two you need the money invested in midfield long term yes yes i'm glad you brought uh chiesa up so this twitter i actually totally forgot to remind everyone to follow at uv podcast at turin giants for the merchandise i'm you know i'm wearing the the 93 93rd minute t-shirt right now thanks to all who um who purchased the latest drop again Every drop that we release gets, you know, is the top seller. So I, I guess we're doing something right. Uh, thank you all for the support. Uh, current company excluded. But anyways, I would like to um, <laughs> look at them looking. Um, I'd like to br- uh, bring up the tweet that I posted. Uh, what's the moment this season that you'd like to forget? Personally, for me, it was the loss against Villarreal. Uh, I knew we weren't going deep into the Champions League, but it's just the way we lost it, just the way the team crumbled. And I think the number one response, there was a lot of responses, and you know, thank you all again for participating on the Twitter account at Juve Podcast. Uh, number one answer was Chiesa's injury. Number two answer was uh, Allegri, Allegri's announcement. <laughs> to, to be, there's still a lot of people who are not, not happy about it. Allegri out was trending, what, second, third game after the season started. Uh, but yeah, Chiesa's injury. I, the way the way this guy takes over games and can decide you games without him, you know, bringing in Vlaovic is great. But we haven't seen Juve attack until we've I seen mean, them playing together. And McKinney's out. McKin- man, that was that was the second worst injury for me. I I, I really liked what he was doing. Um, you know. So the, one one more thing. Let me just finish this up real quick. So um, at Karim. Atahuabi, sorry, I totally butchered your name, but he uh, he kind of quote quote tweeted me, uh, failing to replace Ronaldo, Milan drawing us late in the game, Chiesa's injury, losing the Supercopa in the last minute, Dybala missing almost every important match, Villarreal 3-0 at home, uh, wow. uh, 1-0 defeat to Inter, and losing the cup 4-2. So was, basically was brought up all- one? Or was What's it that? That's a summary. I mean, it's a good summary of it's, the season. It's a, re- it's a great recap of all like the really bad things that happened this season. <laughs> Some, somebody I mean, replied to his tweet with the Simpsons. Stop, stop. He's already dead. <laughs> so there's so many bad moments in this season. Uh, I feel like the, the replacing Ronaldo, though, what are you going to do when he leaves to? Yeah, that was a bitch like, move. That, that, that's not on. That's just. Yeah. I, I yeah. To, you go back to poor planning of the management. Mm-hmm. Like you lose to lose the other thing too is like you lose Dybala for zero and it goes out like that. At, at least, at least have the stones to sell him. If you don't want to put, if you don't want to have him, don't you know? Yeah. Don't don't close it out like this. It's stupid. You you leave money on the table. It's it's bad business. It just it just is right. You should have yeah. done something before. You you should have either laid down on him and then just believed in him, or you should have cashed out early. This is a poor decision. It's very. It's it's yet another one, and like, I don't think Marotta would have made this mistake. Let's put it that way, right? It's 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 poor on every front, financial, f- as far as the fans are concerned, as far as the the, the player that you're pushing out. It's just, you know, I'm I'm one of those who are pragmatically like, 
it's fine. He's he's been missing games. It's time, you know, time to yeah, let him go. But when I saw those tears, when I saw those tears, I'm like, oh man, that 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 hurts. Yeah, I mean, I loved Abala. Like he was my favorite player for this last like five six years. Um, it's just like you can't rely on the guy to show up in the big games because he's never playing in them. Like as talented as he is, if he's injured all the time, it's not helping them. So yeah, I mean, like hindsight, yeah, they definitely should have sold him a year before and get something for him, but. I don't have a problem necessarily with them not re-signing him. I but that's fine. No, I, I hear you. But then at that point, do it with some emotional and you know intelligence, right? Like they the way that yeah. they just ended it, like be better. Like yeah, it's, it's simple. You could have done com combo party, let it go, finish. Everybody walks with you. Just this is poor. It's just to me, it's just as bad as, if not worse than what happened with Del Piero. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I can't. I can't believe it took Del Piero 10 years to come back, right? <laughs> to the stadium. And it's just stupidity on just, I let's uh, just, but, that, that's but, sports but, that I don't care about. So. But, but at least we won that game against Bologna at home, right? <laughs> that was, that was one of the worst. Did we lose or draw the, did we draw that game, right? Barely. Uh, blow, last game. Yeah. Yeah. Lini, last, the last game at home. Yeah, last yeah we blew it. We, we, we <laughs> no, we no, no, it. the game, the game where Del Piero came back, I uh, think it was, I forget who we played, but it was just like no, we barely. That one too. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those games we should have won. Oh, I will say Del, Del Piero is kind of a jinx because um, he was at one hundred percent. He was at the what was he at the first Villarreal game when they tied one one. He was was, was he at the first Super Cup too? First time he showed up, he was at in Berlin against Barcelona. That was the first. Yeah, was like yeah, get this a, man out of here. I love him, but I love Del Piero. He's my favorite player of all time, but he's a jinx. Oh, man. Keep him away yeah. from the club. Have him watch in LA. Be, like. Yeah. Speak, speaking of LA, shout outs to the uh, fan club in Los Angeles. Again, a couple of games and, and Del Piero's restaurant. Just like I said, we, we, we took the fan club from three, four, five, ten people watching in the bar to, uh, to watching games with Del Piero. So shout outs to them. Speaking of Del Piero. Um, Maybe we can do it in Chicago. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I wanted to bring that up. Giovanni and I were speaking, and he'll be the brains of the operation. I'll be the I'll be the I'll be the pretty face that will greet you at the door. Official fan club coming. Uh, they haven't posted anything on on their website yet because I think registration opens after July first. I talked to my boys in in, in California, and uh, I can't wait, man. That's Chicago awesome. needs a official fan club, J O F C, and let's go. We're gonna bring it to uh, you know, there's there's. There's really good clubs out there, but be nice, man. I'm old. I need something to do on the weekends. So. <laughs> That's right, baby. No, for sure. It's 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 gonna be our baby, Giovanni. Let's let's make it happen. So, just to close out the the topic of management and Agnelli, the way he handles things. Tell me, guys, this. Um, I just don't like how corporate this team looks. I just hate the the, the I I can't stand I I. Stop selling us things and show us that you're that you're a good team on the field and the sales will come. We don't need the chairs. We don't need the, a reminder to buy a jersey. We don't need the, the Instagram links to it will come with time. I just the, hate how we're the always folding trying chair to was, yeah, the folding chair for six. Ultimately bucks. the worst one I think. That one I, I could not believe. Like you're really peddling a folding chair on us right now. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, it's a designer merchandise. Uh, the seat of uh, Bonucci. <laughs> yeah, if it was an actual chair where he sat, I'd buy that. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's a seventy dollars. Use that for your children chair. at home, right? When they misbehave, you put them on the yeah. Bonucci chair. No, look, <laughs> the man, chair. I, I hate, I hate that whole culture around the club nowadays. And I know we need to make money. What, what other club does not do that? Tell me one club that doesn't do that. I'll wait. I just don't know clubs that well, well and, I, and I know no, there's no, no, a no, no, tasteful no. way to go, do that. Serie A. You watch Serie A? Go, tell, me, tell me a club that doesn't do that. I, well, I, I don't only know. had time I, to watch Juve. I, I don't know if, like... I, <laughs> I just watched the Milan game today. That's about it. I mean, like, yes, there are other clubs that... Are, I mean, every club is obviously trying to run a business because that's what these are. It's a business. I, don't, I just don't know. It just feels like the Juve ones are way more cringe. Yeah, 100%. Like, and they're so cringe because we are losing. Could you imagine how stupid we would be if we were just like riding high and like, oh yeah, look at this $60 stool. This is fantastic. Yeah, we can use it in like 
bash it over the head of like interface or something stupid. We we'd be like, we'd be riding high because whatever, right? Now we see something silly like that and we're just ticked off about it. But like to me, you it's it's a necess- it is necessary because sports is a business. If, just finish. Like if we we watch in the US, right? It. We have to pay Paramount. If we don't pay Paramount, we don't watch Juventus, right? If that's part of the business. If you 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 want it or you don't want it. If if you want a amateur feel, total sport, all of it. Share for like Naperville FC or whatever. Set up your own club or whatever. But just gen- that, and this is to me generally to everybody that's bangs on about corporate. Like, look, you can be unhappy with the club if they perform poorly. 100% have the right to. And you can have, you also have the right not to support the club because they perform poorly, right? It's not in Juventus' interest not to win because if they don't win, regardless of how many uh, marketing ploys and how many jerseys they push out, nobody's going to buy the jerseys. So they just need to get back to winning. By the way, your thoughts on the jerseys, guys? The new ones? Yeah. Whatever's coming out. The uh, new ones with like the tile stripe thing? It's like, I give it like a six. Like a six. It's not terrible, but I don't, don't love it. Um, I see the, the black and white stripe that they came out with this year would have been amazing if it didn't have that stupid 4XE thing in it. I hated it. 4XE that. ruined it. Ruined it. It ruined it. It would have been a perfect jersey if they just got rid of that. And so, like, this one. What is another, 4XE? What, what is 4XE? It's, it's, it's like Jeep's electric vehicle or something. It's hybrid. It's hybrid. Yeah. hybrid set. It's see, dumb. People buy them. They're like, just, just take it out. Dog. Exactly. You take that out, and it's a perfect yeah. UV jersey. Yeah. Like, it's exactly what you need. And that's it's. <sighs> So, what about what what about the new season with the Jeep with the little lightning bolts going through it? Well, at least they took the 4XC branding and they yeah. merged it. So I oh thank you. Oh, I get it because it's electric marketing. Yeah, yes, exactly. This isn't that hard, guys. Like nobody could have looked at. There's no way anyone looked at yeah. that when they put the 4XC and thought that looks good. They were like, no, we have to do it. So we're just doing like, just print it. Like, just go run. Like, yeah. <laughs> nobody looked at that. was like, Oh, this blue block lettering underneath the Jeep is going to really, really hit how we already how have the CY games on our asses. Now we're adding. So we're, we're going to look like a Mexican team by the end of the, by the, by the end of the decade, you know how every, every, patch yeah, they have, is, they have like a thousand patches going on. Yeah. It's like an F1 car. That is, that is. Yeah. I mean, Hey, let them do it. Everybody else, every other team's doing it. Get that money, okay? Go get that money. Well, I, I just posted on on uh, Instagram at Turin Giants. I stole it from uh, Maurizio um, around Turin. He he posted the away jersey, which is just solid black, black with yeah. black one with a few stripes. Um, so let's let's do a little uh, recapping of the season. Shoutouts to at Juve in numbers. Very good account. Talk to the guy on the phone. Super cool dude. Um, he's been providing us with the stats and really nice graphics to go with it. So I appreciate his support and he'll jump on a podcast maybe next next year or so. Um, so here are some numbers. Juve in Serie A, 20 wins, 10 draws, 8 losses. 57 goals scored, 37 goals against. Uh, Champions League, last 16, 5 wins, 1 draw, 2 losses. 11 goals scored, 10 goals against. And finally, Coppa Italia reached the final, won four games, lost zero. uh, Sorry, drew drew zero, lost one, and 11 goals scored against six. Terrible numbers. These are are amateur numbers, man. You can't can't win anything with those. The the defenses is what wins you championship. And that's what what I've been hearing from, you know, we're watching Milan win win the Scudetto. Defenses basically was their saving grace. You need to have a sub 25 goal defense and above 60 goals. That's it. Less yeah. than 25 in, in the, and then above 60. Well, nobody had less than 25 in Syria, though. <laughs> so- I mean, there were a lot of goals being scored, but that's. I mean, if we recall some contest teams and a few others, you could get that. 
Yeah, you have really good defense. I mean, that's BBC defense, though. So, uh, well, that's like once in a lifetime amazing defense that they had. Go, go figure it out. There has to be. You mean to tell me there are no good de- people? There will be no defense anymore? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. But right. like talking about like 37 goals against is bad for Juve's turn, but they were fourth in the league for goals against, for best performing goals against. The only teams that were better were the four, three above them. Their big difference, though, is, goal different, is goals four. I mean, under 60 goals in the league and – all the other teams were uh, 70 or higher. Milan was yeah. at 69, but whatever. Man, it's up. hard nice. to build when you got no midfield. I don't care what anybody said. Nipotelli <laughs> can build for shit. You saw the video of Murata playing FIFA with Keelini, <laughs> and, and, and he says zero, zero attempts. Mister would be so proud. <laughs> Five minutes later, they're announcing he's not. They're not extending his contract. <laughs> like, oh, that was ruthless. <laughs> was like famous. And, but one. but funny enough, though, Juventus had zero zero attempts on goal. Like, yeah, next yep. game, it's like, oh, yep, yep. You can't write this, dog. I know, you man. Can't. So 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 just a couple of random things. Um, Allegri commented on Fabio Miretti, the reliab- uh, reliability and serenity with 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 which Fabio plays. He is, he's amazed me because I'm stumbling because I chose the worst font for this. Like I did a graphic and it, somebody commented, can you choose a next, can you choose a bigger font next time? It's so narrow. So the reliability and serenity with which Fabio plays, he's amazed me because he was born in 2003 and he plays with the serenity and tranquility of a veteran. Uh, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed seeing Mirete. I really hope uh, we retain him, not not send him away anywhere. Just give him a chance to to grow. I, there's nothing to me like a good homegrown player that becomes a vital part of the part of the team. Um, it's always a mix. Ultimately, it's always a mix, right? Um, I think we've done a good job at bringing down the average age. I think we're doing a really good job with the under twenty three uh, projects. Um, yeah. I do, do I think any of the, the players now can be f- strong fixtures in the future? Uh, maybe two, three years from now. And you can build like a proper pipeline. Uh, but I think that's the way for Juventus to really solidify um, their presence in, in Italy. I think Juventus, the... The, the way to do it, right, the secret, the, the, the formula is be like Bayern Munich in Italy. And then when you go in the Champions League, you know, play play your butt off and, you know. Record on this computer. There we go. Boom, recording. We can patch this in. It's going to be real, real jankety. It's going to be like a cut shot of like all three of us and then cut to just two of us and then cut back. <laughs> All right, so it sounds like... What is, is he texting you right now? Yeah, his computer died. How does he not plug it in? He said he didn't even know it was sick. Okay, well, tell him where we're going to keep it rolling. and we'll Doing it live. We'll, we'll keep it rolling, and then he can patch this into the conversation. So for everyone who's listening, Farhad's computer just dropped. It uh, He's gone. We don't know where he is, so we're just going to keep it rolling. Um yeah. Yeah. So on the Moretti thing, like he looked fine. I'm not like saying like he's like I, fans love to be like, ooh, young player. He's the next Tilo. He's he's gonna be a star. Like I'm like, and I want them to get time. I want them to to show what they can do in real games, meaningful games, not just like five minutes at the end of like a Copa game. But at the same time, like, is Moretti gonna become like a standard player for the Juve? I don't know. Yeah, he, he could be on rotation though. And and here's the thing: if he's not, like, just like him, there are a handful of others that I think have played well because even in um, in Serie B, like Fajoli, everybody Miretti is this year's Fajoli, <laughs> right? So if they are who who we want them to be, let them duke it out in training camp. And the one that can do it stays on. The one that can't, it ships out. And if yeah. both, they both can't, chow chow, right? And nobody like the, the big thing is that uh, Juventus can't afford a misstep next year. It just it, it just cannot be in the cards. It cannot be it cannot be a second place season. Yeah. Is, I think it has to be first place or bust. 
first and foremost. And then everything else is just toppings, extra toppings. You 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 go into the semis of the champion. We go let if you get to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. That is a big cherry. You go all the way in Coppa Italia. That's sprinkles right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, the the league is going to be the priority next year. Obviously, you can't go to four, fourth place finishes and then say like, oh yeah, we're going to push on all fronts. It's going to be the league. Allegri loves to focus on the league anyway, so. This will be perfect for him. I agree with you. You cannot have a misstep next year. I don't necessarily say like it's win. Like, yeah, if you don't win it, it's like considered not a successful season, but you got to at least be pushing to the end. It's got to be going down to the wire. If you're not, if you're not either winning it or getting into contention the last week, that's a really like this. We've had two seasons now where they just have not improved. Matt, I will tell you this. If Latin of next, if this time next year, we're not talking about a Juventus Scudetto. They're gonna they're gonna move on from Allegri. You know why? Because the fans are gonna call for it, regardless of whether, as you said, we push to the end and all of a sudden we've become this, uh, you know, high flying, high powered attack that looks great, right? You know, that's what everybody wants to see. But if you don't win it, people are gonna figure out reasons to say we need to change this or change that i don't think there's any patience in like a rebuild and it's hard too because juventus really are in a bad money situation they really are like they gotta get rid of dead weight um, and here this is for like perhaps like uh folks that 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 are familiar with american sports but they've been carrying a lot of like cash on their payrolls and it's dead cash and they got to get rid of it. And in those seasons, your team looks poor because they just, you just aren't liquid to go get somebody else. That's just it. So you think though, if let's say Juve come down to the last, the end of the season, lose the Scudetto, but win the Copa and go to the quarterfinals in the champions league, they fire Allegri still. Uh, yes. Or they will be, there will be pressures from, fans and people internally, especially if there are any issues with like gameplay of the sort, right? I That's fair. Yeah. If they're not, if they're playing poorly and not winning, then yeah, you just, but the thing is who else, right? Like I, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, I thought Pioli, Pioli might, might go, go crazy and be, be amazing. And maybe he wants to go back to them. You know, everybody wants to come back to Juventus. You taste, you, you got a taste of you, but you want to go back. So, yeah. you know, but we'll see. Um, uh, like I know, like while we wait for Farhad, like there's been a ton of rumors, um, about, uh, transfer season so far. Right. So, well, you know, Vlaovic is there We're you know, we were signing Chiesa officially fully Morata is out likely, which I don't know if, if we necessarily need to bounce him, but I also don't think we, we, we can, we pay that amount. 35 million is way too much for a guy. And, and he's, and he's actually like in six months, you can sign him on a free. Yeah. If you so, can get, if you can get him for like 10 to 15, I think that's worth it. He's, he still produces, but like, yeah. And that's obviously shipping Keen out too. Like they're not keeping both of them. Like no, you cannot. But you could. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you can't keep both of them. You keep one, and and on, on, and while you wait for Kiesa to come back, because you've lost Dybala, you've lost Bernardeschi, you need two people up top. But you cannot go spend cash there. You cannot. I refuse. Go like I'm fine with Vlaovic and Chiesa being the two young dudes up front, and then you know a host of you know more mature players to support them while Juventus figures out the strategy for who they go for uh, in 2023, whether it's Raspadori or whoever the new flavor yeah. of the month is. Right? Okay. So midfield, right? Pogba on a free. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, yeah. The only thing is the injury problems from the past two years of, are 
their trouble, especially considering Juve's history with the injuries right now. It's like J Medical seems to just mess up everybody. So it's like J Medical is a torture chamber, dog. <laughs> like, like, we need an investigation into what goes on in J Medical because it doesn't feel like they're real. fixing anything. So that's my one concern about Pogba is that he's going to get here. J Medical is going to mess him up even more. But obviously, dude, Pogba, the, the, the talent yeah. of that man is, is, is you know. But don't you feel like. But don't you feel like he's had the well, uh, here in America? You guys call it the the yips, right? Where like you're completely off, right? You um, you're off your mojo. I, to me, he's had the yips since year two. And yeah, uh, busted seen that first year for for Man U. Um, yeah. Since since year two, aside from him playing in in France, and 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 honestly, I think it's just because you know, Manchester United has been a dumpster fire. Like nobody can survive. Not even Ronaldo could, could, could survive that, survive that. Right. Like, let's yeah. be honest now. Ronaldo could, could like, did not, like, he was like, I'm out of Juve. Everybody wanted, it was a mutual divorce. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can call it that. And he went to Manchester and nothing happened there. Yeah, so no, I mean, there's no denying that Manchester United has been one of those poorly run clubs for the last few years. And obviously Pogba has been a scapegoat for like everything that's gone wrong there. They're like the fans, the announcers, they all blame Pogba, even though that's like not, not his fault that the team is just poorly run. And you show what you see what he's been able to do for France. He always looks good for France. So like, yeah, put him in the right system and he can probably shine again. Well, I have to say they have a report. They, lo- no, they, they like each other. And yeah. so my my hope is that that rapport rekindles itself and he finds his way um, because at 29, it would, if he's able to manage himself well, <coughs> physically, excuse me, I recall Yaya Toure smashing things at Manchester City, and I, and I only cite Yaya Toure because of the build and the style of play and like how impactful he was at later, you know, stage in his career, you could, you could, if you can get four years out of Pogba, you put him at 33, 34, got, you know, hopefully Agnelli decides to depart, you know, amicably with him, you know, you can't ask for more. You cannot ask for more from a, from a guy like him. Yeah. Because it provides Locatelli time to, build himself up, but also play an appropriate role. But, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Pogba cannot come alone. Uh, he needs to come with a with a playmaking uh, center. Yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're asking him to do too, 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 too much, right? And I think you just, that's where, you know, you get Pogba on a free, whatever money you can collect by dumping, Ramsey's salary, Arthur's salary, and just get Trump change for him. If you can get rid of Rabiot because Rabiot is <coughs> too expensive on, a, on the salary, you know, bring in, bring in a playmaker. I don't care who it is. People yeah. say Eugenio, people say Paredes. I don't, just somebody that can touch the ball well, right? Yeah. Unless you feel like the internal solution, like Fajali or Miretti or whoever are the ones, I, whatever it is, just make it work. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think that's exactly what they need to do. I mean, the Pogba works best when he has a creative guy next to him. And you saw what he was able to do at Juve. He was amazing at Juve. So, I mean, I'm excited to have him back though. So. Yeah. And then we're bringing, the, we're bringing back the dab. That's it. Baby. Everybody's dabbing again. Yeah. And then defense, I don't know, man, Bonucci. Uh, just yeah. not, it wasn't just unreliable to me at this point. Um, it's certainly, certainly a top five defender in in, in Italy. Yep. But him and Delict, huh? Okay. I did. We got this Gatti guy. Yeah, but is he ready to to take get more playing time? Oh, I don't know. Um, and Rugani, ah, uh, dear God, I'm sorry, but no, <laughs> no, no more. <laughs> The thing is, Rugani played fairly well this season. Like, he was terrible in the Copa. I mean, not the Copa, the Super Copa. He was terrible in that game. Um, Champions League. He was terrible. Too. Yeah, but he had some good games. Like, I don't want him on the team anymore, though. I'd, I'd rather give Gatti, this guy Gatti, a chance over Rugani. Like, what's the, what, what's the harm? Like, there's no way. Rugani's pretty much like a 
a, not a great alternative. So like Gatti can't be worse. And but the, the the thing again is like where do you spend the money, right? Do you want to go spend it there or you know how you, you know they say there's Romagnoli available? I don't I don't know. Like Romagnoli was really good a long time ago. Yeah, is, is it a, is it a issue here or did he go like the way of Renacchia? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I don't know, and especially with. So you think about who they have right now is who can play center back, not who is, but like you obviously have Danilo who can also fill in in center back. In the case that like Benucci and Delict aren't available, that's where you start to get into the problem. It's like okay, do you have Lugani and Danilo playing? And so like then you have Gatti now who will be here. Bigger problem for me though, I think, is replacing the left back. I think that's a that's a bigger hole. Like then that's one if you're going to have to spend money. Like do you spend money on a center back? Or do you spend money on a left back? Because the left back situation is terrible right now. Like Sandro needs to go. Like he's he's a he's a liability. He is a net negative on this team. Like, and I've loved I love Sandro at his best. He was a great player, but it's just passed. He's his time has passed. Yeah, man. Like we should have. The, the, there's 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 a couple of people where we just fail to capitalize and maximizing like our their value to us. And Alexandro is number. Cool. All right. Uh, if there was some confusion going on, we apologize. Audio cut off. Now we are all back in. Uh, apologies again. Again, man. Nine years later, you don't you don't get better. You just get worse. <laughs> nine years of recording this podcast. If, if I'm running things, this is how we do it. Uh, we got a couple of questions here, dudes. Amit, who's our who's a, who's a diehard. He's one of the MVPs that joined us this as MVP listener, uh, he joined us this year and he's been super active and a diehard Juventino. And then Andar from Indonesia, who's a, who's been a huge supporter and turned out, ter- turned a lot of Indonesian listeners to, uh, to our podcast. And we, we appreciate you both. So I meet, yeah, he, he, he plays with my feelings. He, uh, he, he, uh, he always sends so many questions. So let's try to, um, let's try to do as many as we can. Quick questions that he said. Uh, sure, all Juve fans are relieved the season is over. Three short questions. So let's do kind of a lightning round or whatever. Whoever wants to take this question. We expect Allegri to stay. But if he had the choice, who um, uh, would he go based on? We expect Allegri, Allegri to stay. But if he had the choice, would he go based on how he played? Oh, meaning like would he get fired if we if you were running things? No, I don't think you can fire him right now because we've gone through this coaching carousel so much. It's like, you gotta, you gotta have some consistency, whether you like it or not. You can't just keep replacing coaches every year. The coaches are in the problems. Sorry came, the players weren't there for sorry. So, and, and also sorry did not have like, you know, your philosophy, right? Let's just say, but if you had given sorry, his players, I think he would have done better. That's so funny because the next question would be, who would you replace him with? Not sorry. No, not sorry. And, not, and not Pierre. I mean, we're going to go back and say like, sorry, the sorry hiring was the biggest mistake, was the grand mistake that that triggered everything else because he didn't fit the philosophy that they wanted. And they tried to make that work and it obviously didn't work. And then you find yourself in this coaching carousel ever since. It's like that one hire really, and it's not, you know, sorry is actually, I think is a pretty good coach, just not for you vet. Yeah. No, uh, quick question. Yeah. Was I wrong? It's it. It's a tweet I posted when we won with Sari, but the difference at the end, at after thirty eight games between us and Inter was two points. So I said, "Oh, we only lost the Scudetto by two points." A lot of people called me out on it. Am I in the wrong saying that we lost it by we won it by two points, or do you consider winning it by whatever points when when the win was mathematically possible? You know what I mean? Well, they because then they they limped their way to the end, right? But they knew they had. Yeah, uh, and I, yeah. So I'm in the wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, 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 you're not in the wrong. You actually, I just, you I just called just out the my actual voice, stats, you know. but at the same time, it, it doesn't reflect the actual mentality at the end of the season where it was locked down weeks in advance, and it was just kind of a formality to get to the end. So I I accept my COVID uh, season two is just you know so many things. Gotcha. We, we were battling with Lazio up and, and then the break happened and it just like, 
everything like stopped for the other teams and we ended up um or it was an inter sorry night Lazio I think yeah exactly happened. so forgettable right but it was like we were we were not super we weren't dominating that season mm-hmm. and then after the break happened every other team just did not come out of the break like Juve did and we were able to pull it away and then with like the gate with the scudetto in hand it was like um like whatever we're just gonna kind of play out the rest uh, uh another question from Amit uh would Conte have won the scudetto with this team this season which I think it's a pretty fun that's question. an interesting question yeah and I think there's no denying Conte's ability in the league he is a very good league manager and he gets his yeah. teams to kind of get to that peak performance he I don't know fourth in EPL again with ta- taking over Tottenham, they took Tottenham from what they were in seventh when he when he started and yeah, then they, they were ball. not in the Champions League that's for sure yeah, and they and, and they left they left Arsenal in the Europa League which I think Conte is a new cult hero at Tottenham I'm really curious to see next year he's got Kulusevski scoring goals and giving assists and uh Ben Tancur is a Uruguayan Pirlo all of a sudden <laughs> yeah just no uh so, so, but... so would he would he would he win with this team I cannot get no I wouldn't say that but I would say let's put it this way I think he would have gotten more out of them mm-hmm. 1000% um would that would that have resulted in a scudetto perhaps I mean we weren't you know what I would say 50-50 he would but he would have 100% gotten more out of them it would be a lot more but, interesting to watch that's for but, sure. but then but then he would have said that all of them suck and that you know the <laughs> only way that we were able to win the scudetto was through his genius and his genius only and he would have walked and, out the next season yeah he would have yeah. been like i want you know holland kimi mbappe <laughs> donnarumma junior like yeah. yeah. I, I know you guys talked about center backs while I was trying to charge my, my computer. Um, so I read somewhere, I think Raf posted it, the fact that, um, hold on one sec. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Atalanta, that they, they did not do well this season and the financial struggles will, will maybe force Demerol to come back. Um, if there's a little bit of hope for that happening, I would love, I would love for him to come back. And then and they were good center back wise. Right. That's interesting. Wish, well, first off, the, thinking. the Atalanta situation, I'm, I like, I, I like watching Atalanta play. I love, I, I was, I was hoping they would pull, you know, pull it out in the champions league and can advance. Like it's a great story, but it is a little bit of like a, I get a little bit of pleasure from seeing them bomb just because of all the Juve fans who were like, why can't we play like Atalanta? It's like, well, you can, but guess what happens? You finished in seventh. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so for all of Atalanta's greatness that they have, you know, their, 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 their meteor- meteoric rise to be top four, they're now finished seventh and they've, they've lost their best players are kind of in over the hump. And I don't know where they're going to go from here, but they're not going to have champions league revenue to help replace it. So it's like this is one of those things where it's like you can you can wish for really exciting style of play, but it doesn't always work out for you in the end. They need to find their footing. Um, but I think as an Italian team, they do deserve to solidly stay within European contention, whether it's Europa League or Conference League or in a really good year, Champions League. Um, if their management is a sound management, they may try to find a way to kind of replicate that. Even, uh, it, let's say Gasparini leaving the Demiral thing, while it sounds like a good way, like if we backed into that, right, I would say you spend the money, right? You repay Atalanta what they paid you. And then you throw on, I don't know, 15%, 20% as a, you know, uh, just a fee uh, for raising his value, whatever it is, right? And you sweeten the deal. The problem is I don't see why Atalanta would do that. Because regardless of how much they owe for Demiral, they can pay that amount and then make a profit by selling them somewhere else. Yeah. Premier League, Germany. That's the thing, yeah. You you could probably sell them somewhere for... Yeah, but uh, 
I don't think he made a, a name for himself in this during the season. Doesn't matter in in a in a market that's now very inflated. You you if let's say how much do they owe for him? You guys know twenty million, whatever, uh, right? And like, you can you can sell him for fifty, and then I, someone someone in, someone in Premier League will pay for it. They've paid way more money for like terrible players. Who's the, the Jerry Maguire, Harry Maguire? Was the, <laughs> Harry Maguire is the worst defender. Like it is, I, it is he's so bad. <laughs> like the guy doesn't actually know how to defend. It's it's quite shocking. I, yeah, I, I I don't see Atalanta doing that. It's just poor money. But if it happens, I'm not I'm not I'm happy. I'd be happy. Yeah. Speaking of ex Juve players, where, where do you guys think uh, Ronaldo goes from here? Because surely he's not playing Europa League, right? That's a great question. And I think they lost it, again today. But <laughs> to like and West, West Ham almost won. And what was was winning at one point, I think, and then they lost. But it would have sent Man U to the Conference League, which would have uh, been funnier. It didn't can, happen. Can, can, can I ask a question? What the hell is the Conference League everybody keeps talking about? So the, Europa, the, Europa, the Conference League is, is kind of this dumb idea that I think UEFA was like, oh, let's get more teams involved from like smaller leagues. So it'll be, it'll be so exciting to watch all these like small teams compete. And then they'll, they'll put in like one team from each of the big leagues. And then sure enough, you end up getting like all the big, all the big leagues were the ones that were playing for the final. Like, like it was Leicester, it was Roma. It was, um, I think like it's it's the final is between a team from Italy and a team from France, I think, or maybe it's a team from, what is the final? the, The old Coppa delle Coppe. Which was the third it's, cup? It's Feyenoord versus Roma in the final. Yeah. So, like Feyenoord's not a big, te- not like a massive team in in comparison to Roma, but they're not they're not like a nobody. They're like a pretty historic club. Yeah, like, I mean, but it provides something. Like, look at Frankfurt; they're eleven. Isn't, isn't it Feyenoord? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's Feyenoord. You just said yeah. But it's the same concept of like you know, if you win it, I think you make it to Europa League and whatnot, yeah. and you. Like and look at what happened to Frankfurt. They're eleventh in the Bundesliga. They won um, Europa League. Now they're in Champions League. Right, it's good for nice. them. They make so, money. So, money. so what about what do you guys think about what Ronaldo does next? Because this, this is, he's still providing whether you hate him or not. Well, but playing in a Europa League, like is it, to me, he goes wild, 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 wild. This idea to me, he goes back to Real Madrid. One last season. Mm. Interesting. Especially if, yeah, I don't know. Especially if Real does not win the Champions League for one reason or another. I feel like they'll try to reunite to get the band back together. I don't see Benzema. (laughs) Benzema will be pissed. Oh, why? 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 He's he's finally the man. He's going to get his golden ball this year. Like, well, let him get the golden ball this year. But but if he loses the Champions League. Ronaldo's the guy that got everybody Champions Leagues there. Yeah. All right, well, that's that's Giovanni's opinion. Well, I, I asked the question. My opinion, yes, exactly. I, I don't think it's a bad opinion. I don't think it's actually a bad possibility if you look at the fact that Madrid has missed on every target that they've wanted so far. They're not, they didn't get Holland. They're not getting Mbappe. So, like, who can they go and get that's at least, like, splashy and get a marketing on the marketing aspect? Ronaldo's an easy one because they have the reputation with them. And then it's kind of like, okay, for one year you get Ronaldo and then you reevaluate where you're at next year when maybe the market has improved for you and your financial stake is, is better. And I don't know who you can go get the year after, but I mean, yeah, losing out on Mbappe is just, I don't know it's what they do. For Vinicius, right? Yeah. It's a problem for Vinicius, but Ancelotti always figures things out. Um, I might, but, but that's the thing. And, and he could also say, I, you know what, I have a million kids and I just want to go, you know, take, I want to go do things in Portugal. I'm going back to sporting and we're oh, going to smash things. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's like, okay. Yeah. You could go to sport. But again, it's not champions league, right? Uh, did they, let's look at the point. Did he win this year? I don't know. Probably not. League but I'm just saying, I don't think him dropping down lower than the champions league or coming to, coming to America. He's also 30. Messi, Messi's probably going to Miami. Messi and Ronaldo together, Beckham will 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 be the richest man in the world. Like literally, so, <laughs> just imagine. Sport, Sporting did finish second in the, the Portuguese league, which the means Champions they qualify league. for the Champions Ooh. League. Um, can Ronaldo play in America? Because he doesn't. Can. Oh, 
Ooh. I don't know if his legal problems in America are all settled. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. So okay. I Man. I don't know if he can. <laughs> Just keeping the receipts, pulling them out. All right. <laughs> there could be a there Good could call. be a U.S. marshal waiting at the at the gate. When he, when yeah. Hundred percent, so. oh, dog. I don't think he stepped. Um, you know. I, I don't think he stepped foot in America since. U.S. Then. Since yeah. Is there a Vegas team? No, there's no Vegas team. Uh, uh, question, question from our friend. On what, what's up, Matt? Did you want to say something? I was saying. And the other options is like if he's like, okay, I'm done with this crap. I'm just gonna go play like two years in Dubai, get like twenty million dollars, and have myself. Uh, I don't a think nice he needs vacation. money that bad. I don't think he needs money that bad. He's such no, an ego. He doesn't need money. He, he's such an ego-driven person. I don't think he'll even accept the fact that. Oh, I think uh, if I was a betting man, I would say most likely he stays at Man U just because I don't think many people will be wanting to make an offer for him. And then I think actually Madrid is probably the next best odds. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, How old he, for- he's like 1984. Yeah. Cause or like 85. He's younger than me. So he's been 37. Like 37. Right? Yeah. He's 37. He hasn't hit 30. So, yeah. I, I agree with man. I think um, it's one or the other. Right. And then I think he's just going to go close out his into his forties in portugal and he'll do well in portugal and then yeah uh one thing about ronaldo I, i feel like right now it's the turning point for sports overall he's he's going to be one of the first players to play well into his 40s like tom brady is the one for football and i feel like medicine nowadays being being in in healthcare especially sports medicine is such a well-researched field because it brings so much money. I feel like players in the, in their 40s will be like nothing in 10 years. Um you know, depending on the position in football, in American football and in in soccer or whatever in football. Um question from Andar Sofian. Again, shout outs to our Indonesian uh friends. Ciao everyone. What's up with our beloved Juve? Are we still stuck in the middle of nowhere or sinking already? Man, he's he's usually very positive. I don't know what happened to Andar. He needs some he needs a break. My boy he needs some hope. He needs my some boy's hope. struggling. That's I don't think that kills you, right? Uh I think it's I think next year will show us where where we are. Um like I said before, top two two top ten uh top seven finishes were kind of the turning point for us. I don't I don't see Juve not being in the top two next year. So stay positive, my my friend. Stay positive. Test negative. Still, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of uh, things to like be positive about when Kiesa comes back. The fact that you're gonna have Lavic and Kiesa together is like mm-hmm. that. that mm-hmm. If oh, I mean, knock on wood, that Kiesa is back healthy. And speaking of like sports science and stuff, the progress that people have now, where they can come back from an ACL tear, is quite amazing because it's not the death toll it used to be um, mm-hmm. for a career. What But was Van Basten's big? Of Giovanni will know this. What was Van Basten's big injury that kind of ended his career? Um, he just had, I think, just you know, just usual like just wear and tear, just bad. He was young. Yeah, I think he retired in like 29 before his thirties. Oh man, see, see what I'm talking about? You know, we're gonna be gonna be seeing. <laughs> 50-year-olds out there. Did, by the way, did you see Chiellini busting his eyebrow again in the yeah, last great. game for Juve? Just, I feel like it's almost on purpose by now. <laughs> he's yeah. so happy snapping he's pictures. Like a, he's like a wrestler. He's got like a, like the, the, like the blade in like his like sock or something, like cut him stuff. And like... <laughs> his, his, fa- his head will eventually in his 70s just open up and just gonna be in his, his like a red skull he's going to be. Uh, by the way, <laughs> Good casting. Um, so, Andar, what do we have? What do we have for him? Are we are we stuck? Is it going to get worse before it gets better, know, or are I we? I mean, just the off season just started. Just, yeah, just just talk talk to me in November. Yeah, I, sure. I, I that's the, I cannot give an answer. Talk to me yeah. in November. <laughs> Um, well, still have, like I said, you still have you have Vlavic, who's an amazing talent. You have Kies, who's an amazing talent. Pogba. You have Delict, who's one of the best defenders in the world. Pogba, if he's if he is covering, which it sounds like he is, that's a great addition talent-wise. He just needs to stay healthy. You have a bunch of other players that are you know solid, like in the mix that I like like in the farm system. So like Moretti, Fajoli, 
Um, and who might, who's the other guy? I'm, I'm miss, I'm blanking. The, the, the defender that's coming back. No, the other, there's another midfielder we have on loan that's been doing really well. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Um, McKenny's still young. I mean, there's like, there's, there's some talent spread out in between the field. It's just, can they close those gaps? And that's they, really like the off season needs to be a good one. It needs to be an important one. They, they better not touch McKenny, brother. I, yeah, I, I, I want to, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll let. Rabio go before I let McKinney oh, go. Of course. We'd want to keep Rabio. I like him. <laughs> I've defended him plenty of times, but this season I'm just like, I've, I've had enough. I've had enough. He's, he, the one thing is that he was the, like, the only midfielder that could play on the left. And that was like the biggest problem is that Allegri needed him to play on the left. And he's the only guy who could do it. So it's like, great. You just have to yeah. play him every game. So, uh, yeah. end of the season, what do you guys say we, we, Say goodbye to the listeners. Um, <laughs> like, where are you be, going there, with this? Sorry, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I feel like we've covered everything. We've answered some questions. It's a rough season, but thank you all for uh, sticking with us. Uh, hopefully, we brought you guys a lot of entertainment. There's, there's so many podcasts out there, and that's what I always say. Thank you guys for um, letting us be part of your podcasting experience. Um, Giovanni, man, we missed you, brother. I hope you. Uh, I hope you can make it more often now that you're. Oh, yeah, uh, situation. Yeah, we'll be back. I think we'll we'll have some summer episodes going. Um, keep keep in touch with you guys. I heard a rumor that Juve is coming to the U.S. Yes, yes, yes. If you're if you're in Chicago, uh, I'm I'm down to go. Um, Are they in Chicago? What's they haven't announced anything, right? No, not yet. But they always go somewhere coastal, like New York or. Yeah, they do like uh, Miami, LA, New York, LA. I can totally Chiel- see them. I can totally see them playing against LAFC because Chiellini's there. Chiellini yeah. is so so close to to going to. Why are you rolling your eyes, bro? <laughs> just, the the whole like MLS thing when like a player comes, it's so it's just so funny to me. It's like every time like oh so and so's room the lap of honor likes. i'm like it's like it's either miami or la one of the la teams like yes insignia going to toronto is nice because it's like that's a little different but there, yeah. but like it's it's always going to be no i saw a tweet once where it was like no player no mls no player that's thinking about the mls goes and like oh let me see what team's in really good form right now like mm-hmm. they're like no yeah. it's like that's oh true. can i go to miami or la like I just or, want to yeah, or New York. Yeah. No one's I'll, like, let me go to the Revolution yeah. or Chicago Fire and Columbus. Like, here holding the bag, right? You want to you want to go play in Foxborough with like a half-empty football stadium? Great. Yeah. Oh, they play they play football soccer at on, on that. It's terrible. Oh, it's an artificial field, it is. isn't it? I, I I played a game there once. So I was playing in a charity tournament, and it takes nice. a toll on you. Like it oh, is. Oh wow. Yeah, like I was I was banged up for my knee, like. I think that's actually when I first started having knee problems. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> From that tournament, <laughs> just putting it together now, but you know, yeah, like they, when Beckham to came, think they, they they play football there, like American football, and that covering that's that yeah. must be awful. When Beckham first came to the Galaxy, he didn't play against the Revs because he's like, I'm not playing on this. Oh wow! Because he's like, I got I got bad knees, and this is not good for my knees. <laughs> he said, uh, "This is a bad situation for my knees." His voice, or this I will not be voice. participating in this game. I will be taking a shopping trip to Milan. Yeah, um, but boys, uh, I don't want to drag this out. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how you guys did without me uh, in that period where my MacBook decided to just die. Uh, thanks, boys. Let's catch up soon. Yeah, keep the faith, everybody. Yeah, take it easy. Ciao. See ya.